What is going on, my people of Somewhat Supernatural? Scuba Steve here, bringing you the long-awaited, and I've said this for like the last like four episodes, but the long-awaited episode 13 of Somewhat Supernatural. And this will be my season finale for season one of Somewhat Supernatural. With me right now, I want to introduce first-time guest on Somewhat Supernatural, my cousin Ricardo Lopez. What's going on, man? What's up, buddy? What's going on? Oh, you know, Baby. just here having some fun. <laughs> and also my 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 very dear friend, Mr. Joseph Rhodes. What's going on, buddy? What's up? Hey, not much, man. Just relaxing, kicking back for the weekend. Nice, nice. So, you know, it, it's been a while since I've done Somewhat Supernatural. The last episode I did was when I threw my back out at the beginning of summer. So I kind of slacked and I took summer off, you know little little vacation and i had something else planned because i was just going to keep doing episodes but i decided you know what i'm going to break everything off into seasons and every episode or every season of summit supernatural will have 13 episodes i know i'm supposed to be a bi-weekly podcast but i'm going to trim it down because i want to give you guys the best content that i can so we're trimming it down to 13 episodes per season because lucky 13 you know what i mean so why not? It's my show. I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> you know? So, as I always like to do, what's been going on in your lives? Ricardo, introduce yeah. yourself to the people of Somewhat Supernatural that have never seen your beautiful furry face before. Ricardo Lopez. I've been here in Corpus 30-something years. I've known you for 22, 23 years. A long time. A very yeah. long time. Fun fact, we share a birthday almost We exactly do share a birthday. A year to a minute apart. Yes, yes, we do share a birthday, February 22nd. What, what? So I say Ricardo is my cousin because, you know, as all Hispanics are, once you marry into a family, you are family for the rest of eternity. And it doesn't matter if that marriage lasts or not. And Ricardo married my cousin and he has become my cousin and he will always be my cousin. So... That is how Ricardo and I are related. But continue with with telling people about yourself. There's not much to tell, man. Just kind of been laying low lately, uh, staying quiet, keeping up with work and the kids. Probably bought my own house. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Yeah. I'm actually Adult like a block world. from Molly's. Well, see, and that's bullshit because I'm there every weekend and not. Well, the way, works, the way it works. The way it works is. Like tonight, you're going, right? Yeah. Tonight, the kids are coming. Oh, those motherfuckers. They're not even kids anymore. They're already almost grown, all of them. <laughs> hey, they will always be my babies. Bro, get a can of beans, set it in the middle of the floor mm -hmm. with a can opener. They'll be good. That's all they need. Hey, just a can of to beans. be fair, though, let's, let's, let's face it. Benny and Ricky, the, the two older boys. Yeah. Stephanie's good at baking. Man, I'm not going to knock her on that. She's good at baking. But Ricky and Benny, they're getting gourmet like their dad. Oh, that's good, dude. Okay, so those of you that don't know Ricardo, this man is a foodie, all right? This man can cook, and I can cook, but this man can cook. Check out his TikTok. There's a lot of stuff on there that he makes, and I'm like, oh, you dirty bastard. Like, What, what, oh, I'm, what oh. I'm hearing is Ghost Vato Chef. Ghost Vato Chef. There you go. Hey. See? And why yeah, haven't you joined us on an investigation? That's what I want to know. How come you haven't come with us on an investigation? I know you love this shit. Fuck yeah. I will Yeah, I do. I love listening to it. Hey, 
fun fact when i go to like katula into my pipelines out out west and stuff like that where i've got a long drive someone supernatural's playing baby I download and play i love that see that's yeah. that's fucking awesome you know and and, and the the fact that you actually like the content you know that that fucking just hits me because like i say i do this because everybody has had at least one paranormal experience in their life you know and we'll see there you go so it's it's just about bringing this out there because yeah everybody's like okay well yeah ghosts blah 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 but there's just certain topics that people don't know about and that's why you know we touch on them like duendes the episode that joe was on me with, with me you know um a lot of people didn't know what the fuck duendes were. You know what I mean? And so I thought it was a good opportunity to say, hey, let's let's talk about these little fucks, you know? Mm-hmm. So See, what, I knew what they were. I just didn't know what they were called in Spanish. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it, they're, they're so much scarier in Spanish. So much scarier. They are. So what have you experienced? Tell us one of your stories. Um, okay. Well, me and Sylvia were coming home. Uh, matter of fact, I think it was one of the nights at KC's came home and we were driving and we were talking and I slowed the vehicle down. We were on Mayfield out there. You don't remember Mayfield, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I used to live on Mayfield when I was yeah. with Shiva. Yeah. Okay. So on Mayfield and Leonard, where we would turn down to my house, mm-hmm. um, we came up and I swear it looked like a baby eating something. And not just any baby. It was like gray skinned, like had a tail and it was sitting there and it was doing this. What the fuck? And I slowed the vehicle down and I'm looking at it because I'm like, I'm not seeing this right. There's no way. There's not a way I'm seeing this correct at all. How much alcohol had been consumed? I was I point? was DD. I was oh, DD. Shit. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. I was DD. Um, so I slowed down because I'm like, what am I seeing? And in the corner of my eye, I've got really good peripheral. I see Sylvia like kind of, I think she had, she was like something in her hand and she set it down and she kind of looked too. And when she did, it stood up on all fours and it walked away as a dog. What the fuck? And oh, it dude. It had something in its mouth. That's like Skinwalker shit right there. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that name, that word, but that that's, that's exactly what that sounds like. So we, yeah. we drove the rest of the way to the house in silence because we were living in that trailer park. Yeah. And I looked at her, I was like, hey, she's like, yeah, you saw the baby, right? I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. Yeah, I wonder insane. if she saw it. I wonder she if anybody else out there has ever seen this. Because like I said, I used to live out there, but I was, fuck, dude, I was 18, 19. You know what I mean? So it was like right out of high school when I lived out there. And we didn't really go anywhere. We just stayed, you know, in the house all the time. So I wonder if anybody else out there in Annaville has seen something like that. That's fucking nuts. Oh, and it is, it is August 6th. So shout out to my cousin, Sylvia. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sylvia. I thought you said October. I was like, yeah, I'm wrong month, bro. (laughs) I said August, August. Yeah. No, that's where the kids are right now. They're with her. Nice. 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 What else? Any, anything else that sticks Um, out at her parents' house? Oh, mm, we were okay. staying there one day. We were staying there for the weekend and uh, everybody had gotten up. I was working nights at the refineries and everybody had gotten up and she had told me when we were dating, like, oh, that there's been stuff here at the house that's happened, yep. things that grab a hand and the, it's like, yep. okay, yeah, whatever. 
fast forward to a couple years later, her, her mom and her dad, they all leave. They go to town for something and take all the kids. Something grabbed me by the arm and pulled me. And I said, knock it the fuck off. And I swung. And then I heard something move. And I'm half asleep. I'm like, oh, God damn. I'm like, wait a minute. And as soon as I said, wait a minute, it grabbed me by the ankle and yanked me down the bottle to the bed on the bed. Dude, that's that's some hot stuff. Was this was this after Theo Rai passed away? This this was way after, right? Um Kate Murky was probably three or four years old. So this was like in 2006, seven. I, I don't remember when Theo passed away. Sylvia's grandpa, I don't, I don't remember when he passed away. Yeah, oh no, it was but, it was uh but yeah, man. A little bit before. So what the one of the one of the times that I, you know, the first times that I ever saw anything crazy was next door at Burbina's house. And we'll talk about that because that actually leads into the first I've episode that we too. talked about. So that whole that whole neighborhood, man, you know, years and years and years of growing up there. We hear a lot of fucking stories and shit, but so I'm glad I finally have somebody on that can fucking attest to the craziness. So my thing is, though, that's old. That's old neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And it's tied into a lot of old blood extremely old blood yeah the families that's all old blood it's yeah there's connected there's connections everywhere that's that's part of it yeah crazy crazy well joe what have you been up to my friend nothing uh working uh about to start going through all this footage we got from the old park hotel which we'll talk about later i believe um looking forward to planning on some more investigations i'm right now i'm looking at haunted hill house for I believe November. we said in November, so November. hopefully that works out. Hopefully I'll get that book soon. Uh, I want to go back to Yorktown Memorial Hospital. Before that bitch that, collapses. That, yeah, it, it's it's going to be condemned soon. But there was a, to me, that's been the most active place we've been to date right now. Um, Old you know, Park and, is good though too. You know, it, it was, it was one of the most active that we've had. But I don't know why, man, for me, Old Park was way more terrifying. Like, I just got really? like, dude, like I was so creeped out in that in that fucking hotel. I, and I don't know what it was, dude. I don't know if it. I I, I don't know. And like I, I was creeped. Don't get me wrong. I was creeped out at Yorktown. Yeah. But there was just something about that hotel, man. Like I just I could not sleep. And it wasn't the fact that I was sleeping on a fucking coffee table, but I <laughs> with just, a chair <laughs> with the fucking chair for my legs. But we'll explain that situation later yeah we'll explain that later <laughs> but yeah so you know I, I haven't gone through any of my footage either so i don't even know if i've if if i picked anything up i'm hoping i did you know um yeah but yeah how's work going how are the kids the wife work is good wife and kids they are in the other room i actually got my desk set up in my bedroom now so i got a little workstation so i got a yeah i'm just looking forward to doing more uh more investigations and going through this footage um Man, what else is going on? I don't know if anything else is going on right now. I'm just brain dead from the work week, ready for the weekend to relax. Hopefully, we're going shopping tomorrow for Lisa, get a new SUV or something. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. That means yeah. New ghost ride. New ghost ride. Right. Hey, <laughs> new warranty. I'm, okay, I, I, I pipeline, so I do a lot of traveling. And uh, these lots, Jesus Christ, they're empty. Yeah, they are. Oh my Slim God. Slim Pickens. Yeah. That's because I guess they said they had a lot of uh, 
a lot of the plants closed during like the lockdown. So a lot of stuff hasn't been finished, like especially the parts from overseas that they need to complete the cars. They haven't got a lot of the cars finished. And you know what's fucked up about that? I, I've, I don't follow this guy on TikTok, but his videos have popped up on my on my TikTok, like on my For You page. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, he works in one of the um, like shipping units that like like in the cargo hold. Oh, I've seen him ship. on TikTok. I know Dude. what you're talking about. And he's like posting. He's like, we don't know why this cargo isn't moving. Like it's been stuck here. And yeah, they told him to hold it. Every, everything's on hold. Yeah. They fucking car parts, fucking all this, all this sh- like shit that gets shipped in internationally mm-hmm. is being held. So today it came across my for you page that he got a phone call and they were threatening him, telling I him to that. take the fucking videos down. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And so he called the cops. And then when he mm-hmm. went back to check the messages, it the fucking gone. message was gone. <laughs> and so he's like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care who's threatening me this and that and he said said the best thing ever he quoted lincoln park he said and you know like lincoln park said in the end it doesn't even matter i'm gonna keep doing this shit and he's fucking Mm -hmm. showing the warehouse fucking packed as shit so yeah and they're telling him to hold all the stuff there yeah yeah and i don't i don't know why i mean fuck that's just funny it's just like the just like the crops like the government's paying farmers to destroy their crops to control the the supply and demand yeah well that's all over tiktok too fucking it's going crazy man it's going fucking crazy mm-hmm. but that's the fucking world we live in right now so you know i haven't been doing keep, shit that's why you got to keep it handy oh shit don't take us down facebook for that that was a fate it was toys it was, it was a toy. airsoft it was airsoft. a prop it airsoft. was a prop do not take us down but you know i haven't been doing anything i'm back at work i of course keep saying I did not get a summer. I fucking worked summer school, which I love, man. We just had our summer graduation and it was so great seeing these kids graduate that, you know, at the beginning of summer felt that they were going to graduate and they ended up, you know, pulling it off. And it's always rewarding for me when somebody comes up to me and says, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have graduated, you know, And, and there's this one student and I had been hounding her for a literally two school years to hurry up and finish, hurry up and finish. And then she ended up on my lever list uh, as a dropout. And we finally got her into summer school. And I'm like, look, you don't have that much to fucking finish. Get it done. I will take you packets of paperwork. Just do the paperwork, get it done. If you need me to pick it up, I'll pick it up, which I did. I needed to go pick it up from her. So I would go pick up the packets and turn them in for her. And she graduated and she, you know, she gave me a big old hug at graduation yesterday and said, you know, I did this because you pushed me to do it. And I was like, hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like that's that's, awesome. that's the goal for my job. You know, and like you said, we have a footage that we have to go through from the old park hotel, which was a great investigation, man. If you guys ever get a chance to go to Ballinger, Texas and book the old park hotel, it is very very inexpensive you get the entire hotel the entire hotel and entire run of the grounds for three hundred dollars dan is a great host he's uh dan Dan. (laughs) he uh you know he he's been on uh what was it was it travel channel travel channel he's he's got some stuff coming out on discovery channel he's been on a couple of the the actual like paranormal shows uh he did run a paranormal group here in texas they were part of the um was it ghost hunters ghost hunters yeah the like throughout the, the nation yeah yeah so they had a he had a ghost hunters team here in texas which is really cool you know and it was really cool hearing his stories and stuff and you know about the people that that he's met you know 
while doing these investigations of and you know him telling us the, the history behind the park hotel it was a really cool experience man and like i said if you guys ever get a chance to go out there and actually go to ballinger texas and check it out i i suggest you do there are Heck right yeah. now i think there's what was it 10 rooms that you can choose from that you can actually sleep in yeah sleep in they got a bonnie and clyde room uh I, I don't know the room you were supposed to sleep in. It was number 13. I don't know the, the it theme was, behind that. The one, theme, but. That was the whorehouse room. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. The brothel room. Yeah. So, so we walk in and you know, in this old 18, 18 something hotel. 1886. In, yeah. Yeah. It's circa 1886. Mm-hmm. And you know, Dan's telling us the history about it. And we go upstairs and we're looking at the rooms and room 13, of course, 13, Friday 13th is a, uh, the whorehouse themed room which the guys were like hey this is where you're staying and i'm like all right cool whatever yeah by the end of the night i was like yeah fuck that we're all sleeping in the same room like all of us left in the same room it was fucking stupid so oh shit brody kane there what up brody joseph in the chat as well what's going on my brother and tj what's up baby aliens and bigfoot films part two oh yeah we'll do definitely do that one we'll do a part two on that one tj but yeah, so um, we got a lot of footage to go through. Um, like I said, I did do show notes for this show, but I did not print them out. I left them on my computer at work, which is fine. You know, I had home. Visits I never, I never read them anyway. No. Yeah, you know, you know <laughs> that seems to be I. the ongoing theme for the episodes. I noticed that. Yeah, you know, it was gotten like, or ignored. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I mean, because we, I mean, I don't want to stay scripted. You know what I mean? Like the flow. I, I, I love, I love having an outline. But mm-hmm. hey, however the fucking show goes, that's how the show goes. I yeah, want natural. chaos, organized chaos. I just like, I like to wing it. Yeah. And you do pretty good. You do good. You do a good job yeah. at winging it. So, you know. You yeah. Know. So let's go ahead and jump into our first topic, which was episode one of Somewhat Supernatural, which I did solo because I was like, I can do this by myself. I got this shit. Yeah. And episode one was about an experience that I hold very, very near and dear to myself because it caused a lot of fear in me when I was a child was the hat man. Um, So, like I said, Ricardo is, you know, my cousin, and he was telling us a little bit about things that he experienced when him and my cousin Sylvia lived at her parents' house. Her parents live right next door to my other cousin's house and that was the spot where the very first time that i saw the hat man occurred was at the house next door to sylvia's parents house so i've told this story countless times and i'm gonna tell it again jessica and i who is another cousin of mine um and her birthday just passed so happy belated birthday jessica if you watch this i doubt you will but happy belated birthday Um, we're in the back and we're watching thriller and, you know, I I don't even know if she remembers this. I need to talk to her and ask her if she remembers this occurring or not, because I don't know that she even fucking remember seeing it, you know, because she saw it just like I did. Um, we're in the back room, we're watching thriller and look out the back window and there's the motherfucking hat man standing in all his glory in the fucking shadow in the backyard. And, I can still see it. I can close my eyes and I see the fence. I see the fucking corn that it was growing in the back. I see the shed and right where the fucking shed is. That's where the fucking hat man was standing. And man, 
when I tell you I was scared, I was fucking scared. <laughs> and so that's why it, the, the hat man was such a, a, an intriguing subject for me because I didn't know that anybody else had ever seen the hat man like ever. And then when I found out that people all over the world had seen this entity, I was like, Oh yeah, that's definitely the first fucking episode I need to do. So, so is, is, is this the experience that causes you to sleep with cartoons running on our, on our investigations? Yep. That is, that is exactly, <laughs> that is it, dude. Okay. So the, the, the fact that I saw this shit when I was a kid, like, is like I said, it's just always stuck with me and it's always, I don't want to say it's a fear that I'll see him again because I don't think I'd be fucking scared now. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe fuck who knows. I might be fucking terrified, but I have to have something on because of the darkness, because I remember every time that I saw him, it was so dark, but I could still see him clearly. And he was, he was darker. darker. He was yeah. darker than the darkest dark like and a like a void. Exactly. Like a fucking void. And it, I just have to have some kind of light sort. Not that I sleep with a fucking nightlight because I don't sleep with a fucking nightlight. We ain't judging, but, bro. It's, 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 but I have it's to have I have to have that sound. You know what I mean? Like for me to be able to sleep, I don't want to hear no creaks on the floor. I don't want to hear no fucking whispers or shit. Just fucking put my Rick and Morty on and I go the fuck to sleep. Yeah, every investigation he has his phone out, Rick and Morty. And I'm sitting there like. Shut the fuck up and go to sleep, Joe. Just don't worry about what I do. Hey, I, 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 fall asleep. I fall asleep. I'm good. So there's a thing with that is like people who play thing, play shows or movies that they've already seen and they know the outcome on and they watch it. And it's a, it's a method of like dealing with your anxiety because there's no, yeah. no surprises. You already know it. Exactly. And that's mm -hmm. why I binge watch The Office constantly. That's why I binge watch Letterkenny. That's why I binge watch Rick and Morty because – I already know and it comforts me and it keeps my anxiety level down because I don't I'm not going to freak out. You know what I mean? I do the same thing with Big Bang Theory. I own all uh, seasons. Dude, that's my show. Amazon. I own all the seasons on Amazon and I, I turned it off now, but it is playing in the back. It's background noise 24 seven. If dude, they paid me right there. to watch it for every episode. I'd be rich. No, are you kidding? If they had <laughs> counters on there, it would already be like in the infinity sign. Cause it that would be, pays. that would be a great way to fucking make money. If you could just fucking sit there and rewatch fucking yeah. shows and they pay you like 50 cents, every show you watch or some shit like that. I'd still be in a crazy full -time big job. Yeah. <laughs> be in a crazy big ass house. But yeah. So ha have you ever heard of anybody other than me that has seen the hat man? Have, do you guys know anything about the hat man or anything like that? Have you ever heard the name, the hat man before I brought it to you guys? So when I was younger and we lived in town, my mom and dad, they worked from 6 a.m. to almost eight at night. So we either for a while, when we first moved to Corpus, we had a babysitter out here in the alphabets. And they would always like, because it was late when my parents picked us up, they'd, if you don't go to bed, the, you know, the viejo with the hat would come and get you or whatever. And one day, and this was like the last day we ever stayed with those people, um, the brother got drunk. And I was probably about your, like I said, you know, your little age. The brother got drunk and was like cussing out the sister to stop saying it. It wasn't a joke. This has already happened. You don't understand it. Like, 
but I was young and I hadn't experienced it myself for me. So for them to say it, I was like, so y'all let random people come into y'all's backyard. What, what's the deal here? You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know. I've heard of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew of it uh, before, uh, before you mentioned your story. Uh, and I, I remember hearing your story a while back, but yeah, I've heard of it, never experienced it. Of course I've seen, you know, the Hatman movies and all that. Um, I've, I've seen different paranormal shows where people have claimed to see the Hatman. I've never seen it. I don't plan on seeing it. If I do, I hope my camera's running. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like that, the little shadow kids at the Ozona hotel. That's what I was going to say, you know, cause I was going to, I was going to transition. Cause another thing that I talked about in there was shadow people and shadow mm-hmm. entities. And, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, well they, they don't harm you. They're just watchers. And I, I was in a Facebook group where, where they said, you know, that the hat man is this really, really, really like ancient fucking like being or whatever. And all he does, he just watches. That's it. He's just an observer and he's, you know, watching humanity and it makes sense. But why the fuck are you watching me while I'm asleep, bro? I'm a little kid. Right? Leave me the fuck alone. Like, fuck, dude. You just happened to be the episode that was playing at the time. Ah. <laughs> and let's face it. Humanity. We're a reality show for for aliens. And it's like, is this what really happened? Like, you know what I mean? When you when you watch Jersey Shore or something, that's yeah. what they're doing with us. Yeah, is, so like, this, is this yeah, real life? Is this fucking real right. life? Yeah. The simulation stupid. Yeah, the simulation's fucked. The simulation. That's why they're fucked. on the preserve. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they were put there. Fucking crazy bastards. But yeah, so you know, we're we're at an investigation at the Ozona Hotel. And this place was fucking huge. And you could tell it used to be a very beautiful hotel. Now it's dilapidated. You know, the paint's chipping off the walls. Shit's falling. But you can tell back in the day that it was one of those hotels where the wealthy went, you know, because Ozona's a small ass town. And for it to have a hotel of this size, you know, like it, it was you could tell back in the day, it was a very nice hotel. But there was reports of black eyed children and shadow people. And so black eyed children is something that I hope. I mean, I can't say this was a black eyed child that I saw because it was a shadow, but I I never want to see a black eyed child because they're supposed to be like really, really bad omens. Um, But Joe and I are standing there. My body cam fucking died. My camera was about to die or something. So we all set down our cameras and we were just there talking and I fucking see this fucking little shadow that looks like a little kid standing in the doorway in the ballroom next to us, man, I fucking (laughs) jumped because it caught me by surprise. Like I fucking, man, I don't know how high I came up off the ground, but man, it scared the shit out of me. And you're like Michael Jordan, space jam. (laughs) (laughs) And Joe was like, what, what? And I fucking told him what I saw. And this crazy motherfucker right here (laughs) hauls ass into the ballroom, chasing after whatever the fuck was there. Now, mind you, the floor in that ballroom looked like, like it would have collapsed at any time. So Joe could have easily just fallen straight through the fucking floor. (laughs) <laughs> didn't give a shit no regard just fucking booked it into the fucking darkness i think i was watching that anything. episode i was like hey where's he going we didn't, and, and we didn't find I anything take off the only footprints that were there 
where Joe's shoe marks, there was no evidence of anybody entering the building. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we had the sheriffs were outside watching the building for us to make sure that no kids came in to, to try to fuck with us or anything. And yeah, man, I mean, and that's that. I mean, and it was maybe like what three feet away from me, if that, like if, four feet. If that, yeah, it was close, and you like, jumped back about 10, so 13 feet. Yeah, so about 13 feet. It scared <laughs> the shit, man. I, I tell you, when I I, I can't say my reaction to that was kind of the same reaction I got when you scared the shit out of me at Yorktown. It, it was a genuine, genuine reaction. Like it was. I mean, and I, I'm just so pissed because we didn't have cameras rolling at that time. Uh, we, we fucking yeah, started rolling we afterwards. We had literally just set our camera stuff down. And the only thing that was close to me is my flashlight. So I grabbed my flashlight and took off. Yeah, and I ran around the whole first floor because it's like an open, all the rooms are connected, the ballroom, like the dining room. So I ran around the whole first floor. Nothing ever came out the other side where Scuba and the other guys were. And I never found anything. So uh, it was well, it was insane. On that part, because I, I was when I was watching that, and y'all were talking about how everything was draining. All the batteries were draining. Mm. Oh, yeah. Do y'all carry power banks? We do. We yes. do carry power banks. We portable do. Portable power banks? Or we mm-hmm. have portable power banks, and a lot of times as like bait. Well, so we when we go on these investigations, and there's a lot of shit that we don't live stream. You know, we we don't. Oh, yeah. I don't. You know, we don't live stream the entire time that we're there. So there's a lot of things that we do that you guys don't see, and we do talk to the spirits and say, "Hey, we have all this equipment. We have all the you know these battery sources. You can use them to get energy." Dude, and a lot of times, fucking the shit will, or Mike will bust out oh, his yeah. fucking his EM, EM pump, pump, and that you know just fills the room with fucking electromagnetic energy, and shit pops off, man. Like it's it's fucking crazy. I, I, I if you've never been on an investigation, a legit investigation, not one of these fucking bullshit ghost tours that fucking let yeah. you walk around with a little fucking with your little meter and tell you ghost stories and shit like that. That's not a ghost hunt. I'm talking about going in with equipment, with your team, doing a legit investigation, trying to make contact with the other side. Sometimes you don't because there's a lot of time we're just fucking sitting there twiddling our fucking thumbs, you know, and that's yeah. the shit that that they don't show you on ghost hunters. That's the shit they don't show you on ghost adventures. You know what I mean? Is the downtime where you're just sitting there like, okay, do something. Oh, yeah, then, yeah. Right. We gotta get their views. Right. Right. When you're about to say, fuck this shit starts popping off, you know, uh, and great example, the, the, the jail in, in Hallettsville, the old Lavaca jail, you know, we'll, oh, yeah. we were sitting there and we were like, all right, <laughs> nothing's going to happen. Let's fucking go. And then we heard like something rustle, you know what I mean? And we were like, what the fuck was that? You know what I mean? And then shit just starts happening, you know, and Mm -hmm. the spirits will make contact when they want to make contact. It doesn't have to be at night. You can go somewhere during the fucking broad daylight and still get evidence. You know, you don't have to do an investigation at night. Nighttime makes no difference. Shit's going to pop off when shit pops off. You know, to me, the the only reason I love nighttime. Do I? Yeah. and the reason I like going at nighttime, one, wherever you're at, city, small town, it's going to be less Variable busy noise. Out, yeah. outside. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you eliminate a lot of outside contamination. That and just 
being in the dark, like I'm talking pitch dark. It, 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 it's, mood, so, it's just, well, it, it gives you a sense of alertness and fear and they, they feed off of that. I mean, and that's, that, that's why I love doing it at night. Yeah, your senses go a hundred percent when that happens. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, because oh, I mean, yeah. you're you're sitting there in the dark and you have your night vision camera, and all you have is this little fucking gray, gray, and you know, screen that fucking you can see, yeah, but you can't see shit in front of you. So you're having to depend mm-hmm. on this fucking little screen to look where the fuck you're going. And I mean, it's a rush, you know what I mean? And, and it is something. It's it's a huge adrenaline rush, especially when these guys are like. Scuba, go over there. And I'm like, uh-uh. I don't fucking go over there. Like, fuck that. I've like, seen this movie do- before. It ain't happening. Uh-uh. They're like, we're going to do, we're going to start doing solo investigations. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking down. And I always, I always talk a big game. I always talk a big game before we get there. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm fucking down. Let's do this shit. And then we get there and I'm like, nope, I'll stay here in the room by myself. Hey, what was the warehouse we were going to go to that one time? Do you remember that? Warehouse. We were going to go to a warehouse. And all of a sudden, it's like lightning. Like, oh, you know what? Waterburger sounds good. <laughs> we ended up what the fuck? Going and when having drinks that? of water. Um, it was a while back. And it was like when you were first kind of getting into it. You only had like a couple of things to go do. But we were going to go to some warehouse out on the south side. I don't remember that. Yeah, we ended up going and said, <laughs> we asked like one bolt of lighting. He was like, hey, you know what? We're, we're going to go to Waterburger. We're going to go to Waterburger. Yeah, fuck. That, that, fuck, that I don't, sounds I, like him. It sounds like me. It does. I'm not going <laughs> to deny that, but I don't, I, I don't fucking remember. It was we did the same thing. We did the same thing after Blackbeard's. So like, oh, we're going to go investigate the oh, cemetery. Oh, the cemetery. Yeah. We're like, gonna go. ah, no, Waterburger sounds better. Yeah, we, we <laughs> sure the fuck <laughs> did. Yeah, yeah cemetery. So what pisses, oh man, and I fucking, I hate myself for this. So all of these investigations that we did, I deleted everything. All the fucking footage we had, I fucking, I reformatted the wrong fucking hard drive that was connected to my computer and everything, all of our fucking evidence, gone. So all this great shit that we had no longer fucking exists but yorktown from blackbeards yep, uh, everything chapel i have some i have some footage i don't have a lot but i do have some footage still from those but it's none of the good shit that we caught yeah. like the fucking the voice that we heard inside of blackbeards like that oh. for me that was the best like piece of evidence that we had from blackbeards that was there crazy. was other little things you know here and there you know little spikes or whatever but mm-hmm. the voice that you and I heard in that fucking woman's bathroom, and and combined with the SLS, also with, yes, at the same yes. Time. So I don't remember if we were live streaming when that happened. I don't think we were, but I don't think so. Joe and I are in the woman's bathroom of Blackbeard's, and those of you that aren't from Corpus, Blackbeard's is a restaurant here in front of the Lexington. It's been there for years, um, and really it cute. is it is it it's very haunted. So we get permission to go and investigate and we're there at night and, you know, nothing's really happening. This was one of those investigations where there really wasn't a lot going on. We went up into the attic and that's when Mike fell in the fucking attic and we thought he was going to fall into the fucking roof. And he's like, something pushed me, something pushed me. I'm like, no, you just fucking fell. Don't slipped. shut the yeah. fuck up. You slipped, you fucking bitch. It's <laughs> And, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was hilarious like he felt like i've never heard a boom like that well was, shit try being downstairs <laughs> fucking, because where he fell was right above where ben and i ben and sandra and i were sitting yeah. and we we're like 
what the fuck and you saw all this like dust fucking start like falling down and shit and i was like oh i'm gonna go to the live video and the live feed was like a few seconds behind so when i clicked on it i saw fucking my ball dude i got it i was like ah and he's like he's all something something pushed me i was like bitch you're lying you fucking fell i saw it right here you fucking fell you lost your balance and you fell and that's because when they went up there i said watch I guarantee you somebody's going to fall because it's dark up there and there's a lot of like oh, shit yeah. you have to walk around. I'm just glad he didn't fucking get hurt. But oh, Joe yeah. and I are in this bathroom, right? And I have the SLS device and I'm like, dude, Joe, look. And he's like, what? And I was like, it looks like there's somebody laying on the floor in the bathroom. So we look and there's a stick figure that looks to be like passed out on the floor. And so Joe walks over there and this figure does not fucking move. He walks over there and he fucking like, pretends to like slap where the head is and he's like hey hey get up are you okay and then we hear like "Eh," something like that like a woman's voice kind of like like a woman moan yeah and i look at joe and joe looks at me and i was like did you do that he's like no he's all did you do that i was like no i was i was like there's nobody behind you he's like no i'm in the stall well there was a stall in front of me facing me the door and i was like open the door he's like no you open the door he's like no you open the door i'm not opening the fucking door well he opens the door there was nobody in the fucking bathroom with us and where i heard it come from was in front of joe and where joe heard it come from was in front of me so it was like right and and there was only like three or four feet in between us so it was like right there and so i was like god i hope the fucking body cam picked it up and the fucking body cam picked it up like you hear the the fucking moan and we were like oh shit but i fucking deleted it because i'm a moron once in a lifetime what you need to do is everybody get a everybody gets a one of those uh, master drives a seagate drive Mm. Mm -hmm. and everybody at the end of the thing everybody downloads all the information to one and then copies it to the other three one goes in the safe everybody gets a copy and they can all mess with it yeah well see and the thing is that everybody had been giving me their evidence because i was going to edit everything together so that way we could start doing the show and you know putting it out there and yeah i fucking fucked up man i was so pissed at myself i tried everything i could because people were like oh well if you just reformat it it's still there you can go back and and get it couldn't do it it nothing fucking worked i had i had the the I forget what it was called. Disc disc drill. I had that running on there for like four days and it brought back a couple things, but it didn't it didn't bring everything back. So I was totally bummed about that. But episode two, we talked about the Mothman. Everybody knows who the Mothman is. I take it everybody has seen the Mothman prophecies. And if you have not seen that movie, watch it. It is one of my all time favorite flicks. I love that movie. Like such a great film. What have you I mean, I, I don't want to say I've never experienced the Mothman in real life. I've I've only seen, you know, the, the stuff online and videos mm-hmm. on YouTube and stuff of people claiming that they saw the Mothman. What about you guys, Joe? I, I haven't seen any like I haven't experienced it. I've seen like like you said, the shows on TV and stuff. I've seen the, the Mothman Festival that they have. It's where's it's on the East Coast. I know that, but I don't know where it's at. Yeah. But, I forget yeah, the name I of it. Uh, Pleasant something. I forget the name of the town. Yeah. But yeah, as far as uh, witnessing something like that or even hearing stories from people that I know, no one that I know has ever experienced Mothman. I don't know if it's just, you know, particular to that region. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I've never experienced it at all. I hope I don't. I mean, well, you know, they say they say he he appears right before like these big disasters occur. Yeah, you know, and so the the in the Mothman prophecy, they see him before this bridge collapses and all these people die mm-hmm. or whatever, which really did happen in, in real life. Um, Ricardo, you know anything? Anybody that's ever experienced anything like that? You know any? No, I just other always stories? Like, like you said, I heard the the disaster like tie-ins, but not anything any personal. Um, no, I haven't. Hopefully I never actually meet somebody that has to have to deal with that either. That was Yeah, that'd be that'd be fucking scary, man. You know, especially because like I said, he does follow after big disasters. So I know there was a couple of videos of of people that said they saw him around the time 9-11 happened. And uh, but there was never really any like confirmed sightings or confirmed evidence that he actually appeared before 9-11. It's just, you know, people said, Oh, well, I saw something that looked like the Mothman, you know, and actually the town is actually pretty cool because they um, they do have that festival every year. I don't know if it happened last year due to COVID. I don't know if it's going to happen again this year because, you know, COVID's starting to get back up there up. again. Um, yeah, but they got a big statue of the Mothman in, in they that do. town too, right? In in the town, they they have a huge fucking statue. Where is it? I forget the fucking name of the town. What is it? Let me see. Trying to Google right now. Where the hell is the Mothman from? Pleasant. Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant. See, I knew it was something pleasant. I was thinking Pleasanton, but yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, the statue. Yes. Yeah. Look at it. It's like, that's insane. Let me see if I can bring up a picture of the Mothman. Let me see if I can bring it on here. Let's see. Let's see. But yeah, if if yeah, there you go. That's exactly that's the statue right there that's that they did. Sick. Like that, that is, is a sick. legit fucking statue right there. I need Crazy. one of those for my front yard. Could you imagine, I, dude? I would have like Mothman and fucking Bigfoot, like just huge ass oh, yeah. statues of like all this shit. Let's see the, te- the tale of Nessie Loch Ness coming out of the ground, like in a fountain oh. or some shit. That'd be fucking. <laughs> that'd be we'll just have a statue of a Karen, just of drive Karen. everywhere. <laughs> that's because that's, that's the scariest the shit of them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after, uh, and I did have Joseph Moreno on there with me. He, Joseph was one of my former students. He actually did go to to Point Pleasant, and he got to actually visit the museum and the statue and stuff. So that's why I had him as a guest on there. He was like, Scoob, I want to be on there. I was like, fuck yeah, you've been there. Let's fucking do it, man. Um, And the next episode was episode three, and that was Ghost Down Under. And my co-host for there was Brody Kane. That was the first and only episode I had Brody on, and we talked about a bunch of crazy stuff that happens down under. And I don't know, man, for me when I hear about ghost stories and legends and stuff from like overseas or anywhere, that's not the United States. It's a lot creepier for me. You know what I mean? Like, especially because if you think of like Australia, like the outback, you think like, Oh yeah. The food chain in Australia is already messed up. Exactly. So think about (laughs) how fucked up the spirits are. You seen the cow eating a snake? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's a video. Yeah, there's a video of a fucking cow eating a snake. <laughs> like, That's I don't understand insane. how the, the food chain works in Australia. 
It doesn't. It just, they just, <laughs> maybe it's, it does what it maybe wants. Maybe it's backwards like the toilets. You know how they flush backwards. <laughs> I, I, I actually that. asked Brody that. I actually asked him. I was like, hey, so do the toilets spin backwards when you flush them in Australia? He's like, I don't know. I've never paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> Brody was actually on an episode with – was he on an episode with me and you? Because I, I swear I remember Brody being on an episode when I was on it. I don't know. Were you on the? Were you on the uh, episode with us? Because I want to say Brody was only on Ghost Down Under. I don't think you know, I was I on think that. He made one. a special appearance on another one. I'm almost I want to say sure. I heard him more than once. I don't know. See, I don't remember. Listen to your cousin. He knows. Hey, he. I, I want to say he, he he made like a pop. He like jumped in on one. Well, no, he um, does that for Goremore. I know, I know when I'm like on Gore and more, like they have a segment where Brody always like pops in and he's like, snip, snip, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, it might have been that because I have popped in on the ones you've recommended too. So, yeah, that was a horrible impression, Brody. I'm sorry. That's just, that's the best, <laughs> that's the best Australian accent I can do. And I apologize. No, I know. He, he's lying. <laughs> he was talking about it before we started. He said he's going to do it. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. Severance. No, says, yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive he was on another episode. Yeah, I think Severance. I was on an episode with him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Severin says the toilets don't flush the other way. He said they don't. Oh, okay. Oh, and then somebody said, <laughs> this bot said, want to become famous by followers, primes and viewers on big follows. No, thank you. I'm good with my viewers. Turn the hell now. down, Ahmed. Go away. I don't, need to, I don't need to buy anybody. Yeah, plus we're cheap. Yeah, we're cheap. We don't like to spend Does money. it come with a coupon? <laughs> can can right. I get a coupon code? Can I get a coupon code? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so one of the, ones, online, the first thing I do is Google a coupon code. <laughs> one of one of the stories that uh, yeah, I do that too. I'm like, is there a coupon code? And Sam's like, Dad, you're just ordering pizza. I was like, I don't give a shit, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like or Chick Fil A, like dude, that little girl, she can eat Chick Fil A. Like, uh, but anyways, back to the story. Um, so the one that really sticks out to me is the. Um, the story of the real tooth fairy um there was a movie called darkness falls and in that movie they basically pretty much kind of tell the real story about what occurred with this lady in australia they thought that she was a witch and she would go around and anytime a kid lost their tooth she would get the tooth and use it for witchcraft because she was trying to make a connection with her husband who had died out at sea. And so she would make like baked goods and trade the children for their teeth. And so this goes on for a while and she ends up getting burned and she had to wear like a porcelain mask over her face. And people found out or two kids went missing. And so they ended up killing her. Well, then those two kids came back the next morning. They were in the town over and darkness came and they weren't going to walk in the dark. So they stayed in the town over and the people of this town killed this woman. They could, you know, they killed her thinking that she had killed these two kids because she was doing witchcraft. But she had never done anything against the people in the town. Malevolent, you mean? Yeah, she had had never done anything malevolent. She just, you know, was trying to make contact with her husband, which I don't know if she did. Don't know if she did or not, but. Well, I guess it's called expensive. So where did did she get the idea to use children's teeth? 
Well, I guess because it has a lot to do with like innocence. And I mean, we I don't know what book she was reading. Maybe there's something that, you know, the the teeth and the loss of the teeth gave some kind of like power or something. I don't know. So I, I don't, I don't it buy it. It may have been a cartoon. It may have not been. But something about the baby teeth are your innocence. And once they're all gone, it's like that's your transition. That innocence is now fading, you know, and and the teeth symbolize that, you know, yeah. Because when you're young like that, you've got all kinds of wild hopes and dreams, and then you become oh, yeah. like us and, and abilities. Don't forget about abilities that these kids have, you know, because you can right? see, you know, kids see a lot of shit that we don't see as adults, and I'm sure we saw a lot of shit that we don't remember seeing as kids, you know, mm-hmm. people people that weren't really there, you know, but were they? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Nobody knows. So the next episode after that was episode four. And I'm, you know, getting in my getting in my groove now. I'm like, OK, I got this. I got this. And I had Corey Kaufman on and we talked about ghosts of Tennessee. Now, there was a lot of like really cool ghost stories and stuff. And Corey did share, you know, some some stories that that he had. Um, he didn't. He said a few times he didn't know if it was anything really like paranormal, but it stuck out to him. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally a fucking paranormal experience. But um, I can't really think of one that stuck out to me a lot in that episode. I know there was one um, that was kind of like Sasquatch ish. What in the hell was that scared the living poopy out of me <laughs> some scammers <laughs> trying to call me <laughs> they're trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty joe i know they always try to <laughs> bastards so then episode five episode five was just a fucking all-out crazy episode episode five we had tj on there and we were talking about aliens in real life and the film counterpart we started this episode with tinfoil hats on just to get I remember that. that one. You know, it was fun. You know, anytime TJ and I are together on a podcast, we're going to have fucking fun. He just brings that out in me. He's he's so animated and, you know, so fun to have on the podcast, man. So we started and it was his idea for the fucking tinfoil hats. He's like, we should totally make tinfoil hats and wear them. And so I get on, I jump on and I'm like, he's sitting there with his fucking tinfoil hat on. <laughs> All right, here we go. So we wore the the fucking tinfoil hats to talk about, you know, movies and and the one that we talked about the most was Fire in the Sky. Um, oh yeah. And I don't know if you've ever, have you ever seen that movie, Ricardo? Yeah, it was. I don't know why everybody back then thought it was supposed to be scary because I watched it and I'm like, ooh, ooh, and it's like that's not scary at all. I don't know, man. Yeah. That for me, that movie, that movie was scary. Like the first time I watched it, like that, that scene where Travis gets abducted and the uh, aliens are like fucking with him. Like that, like I, I, that, that still terrifies me. And I think it's because I'm not saying, like I said in that episode, I'm not saying I was abducted by aliens, but I did have a very, very vivid dream that occurred when I lived at my grandma's house. And it just kind of fucked with me a lot. So I have a story. go for it. Let's hear it. Okay. 2001, 2002 kind of ish. I had just, we had just had Stephanie. I had left um, 
I left a job in Artesian, New Mexico for the refineries. Uh, one night on the way back home from Artesia, I got lost somewhere, ended up in some place called Blackbird Village or something like that between, I think it's between Roswell, no, it's between uh, Carlsbad and Artesia, and I got lost. I ended up on the side of a mountain or some shit. Oh, shit. Or a ravine. And I pull over because I'm trying to read this map because it was way before anything digital now. It was the mm -hmm. old analog phones kind of thing. For you so kids that don't know, for you kids that don't know, a map is a paper GPS. You you mm -hmm. had to unfold it, but it didn't tell you the directions to go. You just kind of had to know exactly where you were on the map and then yeah. figure out how to get and there. And hope you were right. Yeah. And, and if you were lucky right. later on, you'd print out a list of map quest directions. Directions, yes. So <laughs> those for you youngsters that have only been alive, you know, for a while now. That, yeah, you got it easy. You didn't fucking struggle like we did. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like I think about that, I'm like, I've got Google at your fingertips. Google at thing. Yeah. So I'm on the side of the mountain. I turn the lights on. I'm sitting there and trying to read this map. And I hear a pop. I'm like, what the hell is that noise? Like, I thought it was my engine on my truck. Shit. So I get out. And I'm looking. And all of a sudden, like, I'm looking at the engine. But all of a sudden, I'm like I said, I'm in the ravine. And all of a sudden, everything else is getting brighter. So I turn around and I look. And coming through the sky was a fireball. I'm like, oh, cool. It's a meteor. Now, this thing kept getting bigger and bigger. It got to about the size of my truck. And it was just this big white flame. All of a sudden, it coming in this way, and it, it took off. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah, it's enough reading the map. I'm just going to go. Dude, I hauled ass. I got pulled over probably about three or four miles down the road by one of their, their, whatever their county guys are. I don't know if they're called sheriffs. And he's like, what are you doing out here? I'm like, I'm lost. I don't know where the hell I'm at. He goes, follow me. Throws his lights on and we haul ass. We finally get to Carlsbad. He pulls me over again. He's like, what were you doing? I was like, I don't know. I'm lost, man. Look, I'm trying to get here. I'm from Texas. I'm trying to get back home. He's like, take this road. You take a right. You're going to see this kind of light and you just drive. And don't get lost back here out here again. People like you don't come back. Damn. I damn, like, he Mexican. What? That's what he was saying. He was like, you damn dirty. Uh -huh. He was like, you get out here. You get out of here right now. You get back on down to Texas. We there. don't like your kind around here. <laughs> <laughs> you got an accent, boy. No, but that's, you know, I've I've seen a few things that were unexplainable in the sky. One example when Joe and I were off on this fucking investigation with Ben and Sandra for the first time at this old plantation house that had fucking burned down, we're there. We were, man, we're there and we're just looking around or whatever. And we look up in the sky and there's this long fucking line of lights. And we're like, what the fuck is that? We had our cameras in our hand and none of us thought to go. Oh yeah. We, we were, we we're with our cameras like this and we we're just looking up. Yeah. Like, oh. we were, yeah. Cause we were filming the, the, the fuck. <laughs> The plantation. We're just looking up like that, dude. And it's a long fuck. What what it looked like to me was in the distance, power lines that the sun was hitting and giving off like flash, like oh, not flashing. Yeah, but light, from but like the a, bottom. Yeah. Yeah, like glare. yeah. And so like if it was a glare on the fucking on the power line, 
But where we were, there was no fucking power lines and it was too high up in the sky to be fucking power lines. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I even took my flashlight and shined it up to there was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing. Anything. And we were like, what the fuck? And then it's it got bigger, bigger, bigger. And then it just fucking started dissipating. And I was like, what the fuck was that? So I get online to see if anybody else had seen anything. Apparently what people said, it was some fucking satellite thing that Elon Musk was putting mm-hmm. up or something but it didn't have the same fucking pattern like it was not the same fucking pattern from what i saw yeah. online and even if we were looking at it from the back it wouldn't have looked like that so i don't know what the fuck it was but it, it was strange yeah but all four of us fucking witnessed that like together and then another time when i was coming back from san antonio i was driving and it was had to be like three or four in the morning and i'm coming back and in the sky i see these like lights but they're like in a v-shape like a triangle almost and it's just slowly fucking moving and none of the lights are flashing so it's not like airplane lights or anything like that and it's just moving so fucking slow and i'm like what the fuck is that and then it just fucking like how you see like on star wars like when the fucking stars like you know when they go into hyperspace and you see the fucking stars that's what it looked like but like upward into the fucking sky and i was like did I just fucking see that or am I just fucking tired? Like, what the fuck? And nobody else was with me, so nobody else fucking saw it. But the, the dream... My mind is uh, space balls. They've gone plaid. They- <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that... The, the dream that I had that sticks out to me still to this day, right across the street from my grandma's house is an empty lot. Now, this is the same neighborhood where, you know, Sylvia's parents live and my cousin Jessica, where I saw the hat man and where Ricardo had his experience except I'm two streets down. Um, I have a dream that I see these bright ass lights in the field. I walk outside into the field and this fucking beam of light just fucking picks me up. Cause I remember like kicking my feet and I'm like, Oh shit. What the fuck? And then I don't want to be probed. I don't want to be probed. <laughs> but it, it, and then I black out. And then I remember opening my eyes and I saw this long ass fucking needle like coming into my mm. hand, like right here. And I remember it was right here. Fucking long ass fucking needle slowly. And I'm like, and I remember like seeing it and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I wake up and I'm in my bed and I'm like, well, that's fucking weird. Like, what the fuck? Now, back then I did sleepwalk a little bit for a little bit of, for a short period of time. I had like really bad sleepwalking episodes and I woke up and my feet were muddy. So I'm like, okay, well, did I fucking sleepwalk or did this really fucking happen? Now, this is 100 fucking percent truth. I am not lying. I swear on everything. There was a red fucking dot right here on my fucking hand. Not saying I was abducted. I could have seen that red dot and just subconsciously had a dream about that's how I got it. But there was a fucking red dot right where that fucking needle went into my hand. Nah, see what happened was... You got probed, you shit your pants, and that wasn't mud on your feet. That could explain the smell. That could explain yeah. the smell. If you're probed, just say you're probed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. It happens sometimes. <laughs> so then after Aliens on Film, we did the Lechusa. And that was an episode that I had you and Mike on, I believe. I think it Yeah, was I think Mike was on there. Yeah. And TJ. I think we had TJ on there for a little bit, but he was driving, so I kicked him oh out. yeah and i kicked yeah. him out of the he kept cutting out yeah because he was driving he wasn't in a safe space 
So those of you that did not catch that episode, the Lechusa is a very, very famous myth here in Texas and Mexico. It's a giant fucking owl that is also a witch, kind of like a skinwalker-ish type, except it doesn't turn into like a four-legged animal. It's a fucking huge-ass yeah. bird. So with a, Benny with a used witch's to, face. Bennett used to tell us to watch out for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially in that. Yeah, in, in San Juan, dude. Yes. I, I okay. Where Bennett's house is, mm-hmm. you know, you've got that intersection, right? That's mm-hmm. maybe a house over. He would tell us it was in that empty in lot that area. Yep. Yeah. In that, that empty, empty lot. lot. Yep. Yeah. That's why I, anytime that I was over there, I would have Bennett drive me home. I remember because, that. Because I've driven you they, home too. Yeah. Because when they were kids, when Bennett and my dad were kids, they would that lot right there is where they would always fucking see the lechusa always right there in that fucking lot and to this day there's still nothing there nobody's ever bought that land why hmm. it's Maybe an empty lot still. there's not a house there is there no i haven't been there in a while but there's not a house there. Fact, the house I, the last time i went by there the house next to venice was torn down too mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, yeah, drinking there, that's when he would tell us, because I would drink with him, and he would tell us the stories about out there. And he's like, oh, hey, you just tell it off and don't leave you alone. I'm like, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. And that's the thing. And, and that's it's so fucking funny that that's how you get rid of it. You have to cuss you it out. Cuss it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, man. And I still to this day, I can't say that I would go walking through that neighborhood at night. But just for other reasons now, especially, too, because, you know, it's not the best neighborhood but what it's not lollipop land come on yeah it's not lollipop <laughs> land but you know that's where i grew up that's that's my hood that's my barrio <laughs> but i do remember seeing a lechusa um leaving because i used to date this girl that lived down the the way her name was sarah and i remember sneaking out of her house because i had snuck over to her house but sneaking out of her house i heard this like fucking wings like i heard this and i'm like what the fuck is that and i look up and she used to have this huge fucking tree behind her garage. And this fucking bird just went and fucking landed in the tree. And I couldn't see it. And I just fucking mind you, this was back when I was a teenager. So I wasn't this fat, but I booked it down the fucking street to my grandma's. Dude, I was like, fuck that. Like, and I'm like, fuck you. You're not going to give me bitch. Fuck you. Like fucking look like an idiot fucking just yelling down the fucking street at like fucking three o'clock in the morning. Like, fuck that. Veronica, we don't walk out there with your equipment because that equipment's expensive and those people won't let you leave with it. Yeah. Yeah. If, so, yeah. If we go out with our equipment, yeah, we can't do that in that hood. Um, we will end up with uh, nothing if we go out there with our equipment. Veronica said we should walk out there with our equipment. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. We could take our special equipment and protect ourselves. Possibly, I mean, but they may have better special equipment than what we have. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about Ricardo. Ricardo's a goddamn armory. <laughs> I build. Yeah, there you go. And then I remember, too, every time Eric, Eric Martinez, every time mm-hmm. him and I were leaving high school dances or fucking football games or whatever, if it was just him and I, we always fucking saw Lechusas. Always always fucking saw them like it never failed they were either sitting on the side of the road or we saw them like fly past us every fucking time so i don't hang out with I, and i think uh when mike took those pictures out at chapita's grave oh yeah i swear yeah. he got that lechusa in the tree see, just, and just so, the face 
So that got me thinking. That got me thinking. What if what we saw at the Martha Chapel Cemetery, because it did have a very similar facial structure. Mm -hmm. What if that was a huge ass fucking lechusa that we saw in the woods? You know what I mean? Chapita as a lechusa. But that wasn't at Chapita's grave. That was at Martha Chapel. So I'm no, 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 the one at Chapita's grave. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. That's what we saw. Yeah, that's what we saw at Chapita's grave. Yeah, that's right. What was that? What happened? What I miss? Well, I'm mixing my tequila. Oh, oh. yes. So yeah, that was that was a very like <laughs> personal episode right there. The 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 Lechusa episode because like I said, I did experience that. And I've heard them. I've heard them there. Whistling, never whistle they, back. It's got that weird ass whistle. And you know what? That was one thing they told me too because I whistle all the time. And it's funny because like I call my kids and like, oh, that's disrespectful. You don't whistle at your kids. I was like, no, they know that that's the signal to find me. Yeah. But yeah, they were told like when you said that, I was like, that's why he always told me to stop doing that. Yeah, dude. And I used to love, I I mean, and even my grandma, like when my grandma tells me fucking scary stories, like I I do my grandma's not gonna fucking lie to me. You know what I mean? Like she's 92 years old. She ain't gonna fucking lie to me. But some of the shit she don't give a shit. Some of the shit that she's told me, I'm like fuck that like hell no like i remember she told me one time that they were it was her and her brothers and sisters and i don't know whose house they were at they were at an aunt or uncle's house or some shit and all the stars literally all the stars in the sky were repositioning themselves they were moving she said every single star in the sky was just moving around she said she she will never forget that. And I'm like, wow, I've never heard of that. Like, I've never heard anybody say that before. But then again, I don't know anybody as old as my grandma. You know what I mean? I can't go and say, hey, do you remember this anomaly or anything like that that occurred? Mm-hmm. And um, so then another time, too, she said they were, you know, because they they picked cotton, you know, back in the day. They, they were cotton pickers and, you know, they they were migrant workers or whatever. And so they would travel. Well, my aunt, her her youngest sister, my tia Chaka, had to sleep in this barn where they had the bed or whatever. And they heard her screaming and they all ran into the barn. Mind you, they're little kids, not little kids, but they're, you know, teens or whatever. And they all run into the barn and the bed is like up off the ground, fucking like spinning around and shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what the hell? And she's like, yeah. She's like, your tia will never talk about it. She's like, but I remember. She's like, I remember seeing that. Now, I I say my grandma would never lie to me. But one of my grandma's favorite things to do when I was a kid was scare me. So, <laughs> so she can thinking, still get that jump out of she will. I'm just thinking that right now. What if she's still trying to fuck with me? You know what I mean? Because that, that was one of her favorite yeah. things to do was scare me as a kid. Like she, and she, she is a woman and she women gets, lie. <laughs> she, uh, she does get a kick out of that. It's genetic. It's in their <laughs> genes. What can I say? I'm just kidding, ladies. I love you all. I love you all. So then after that, we did Hauntings of Texas again with Dark Side Paranormal. We talked about a whole bunch of different hauntings here in Texas, and we actually got to explore some of them. We did talk oh, about the Ballinger. We talked about Yorktown, uh, Galveston, which is another place I would love to go. Um, oh, yeah. I'm down for that hotels. one. They have a whole they bunch of good hotels there. Oh, God. We're not going for food, man. These guys you don't aren't. ever let me... I, we always have we always have like one good meal before we go. Oh yeah, like we always you know, try to find a good steakhouse or something. Yeah, like when so we my deal, I was on a fast. 
You would you would want to fast? I'd fast before going and then eat afterwards. So Mike fast. Mike did like a, okay. So Mike did like a 80, 80 hour fast or some shit like that when we went mm-hmm. to the Emily Morgan, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna eat, and I'm like, all right, cool. What does he do? He starts knocking back fucking shots of Jaeger, and him and TJ get all wasted, <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking idiots. So yeah, that's how he broke his fast, but. Um, we always, I, I just, I have to eat, you know what I mean? I'm a fat boy. I got to fucking eat. You know what I mean? So, well, yeah, but I want to do it. So I know it opens you, you know, it, it'll open yourself more when you go, okay, so that's, you know, that's, that's what I've you know, and, and it, it, but I feel like it weakens you also. And yeah, it gives, it gives energy. It gives something a chance to attach itself to you. If you're not true, fully. You don't have the resolve for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you can fast and still be in the right mindset and, you know, then yeah, that, that, that'd be great. But me, I couldn't fucking do it. Could not Mm -hmm. do it. So we always go eat, you know, try to find a good steakhouse. Like we did in Yorktown. They had a really good steakhouse there. And then in Ballinger, we had, what was it called? Was it beef masters where we went? Beef masters. Oh dude, their, their food was fucking bomb. It was so good. It was good. And then I always, I always like to think too, well, if a ghost gets me, at least I had a good last meal, you know? Exactly. Do we in a little hole in the wall place in Ozona? It was like literally in the middle of a trailer park mm-hmm. and it was like a trailer converted into like this little diner, but man, their food was good. Yeah. I just found it on my fucking, uh, like I just looked up food near you and I was like, Hey Joe, let's go here. And we went like to food cafe. Was good. Yeah. Well, I have a rule when I, when I travel, I don't eat any place that's chain that I can eat here at the house, you know, mm-hmm. in town. And two, when I check into hotels, I'm like, hey, what's good food? And they're like, they always want to start with, there's a McDonald's. No, 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 no. Where do you go? Yeah. yeah. You tell me where you yeah. go. The local that's spot. where I eat. Also yeah. because I support small business. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So the next episode after that was the Jersey Devil. And I had... Bobby Amon on there with me and we just you know we talked about the Jersey Devil and you know he's from Jersey so he gave us some good insight on stories and stuff and such of you know the Pine Barrens and and things that occur out there that we would never experience here because we don't have anything cool like that here I don't true, true. I don't know I mean the Pine Barrens is kind of a creepy place I can't think of anything here local or like in Texas that would kind of be like the Pine Barrens. Now wait a minute, Heritage I, Park maybe because wasn't wasn't Heritage Park um, a civil hospital, civil war hospital area? Well, yeah, but the Pine Barrens is like a huge, like wooded area, like crazy, crazy huge wooded area where the you know the Jersey Devil lives, and there's who knows what the fuck's out there. Like it's so big out there and so like desolate, and it's like Skatchemich, Saskatchewan. Yeah, very, very, very creepy. Have you guys ha- ever had any stories or have you ever seen any movies or anything about the Jersey Devil? Never. Not, I don't ever. And correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe it was that episode I was on because I remember asking him how far away he was from it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you you were. You okay. were on that, that episode. So, with so it was Bobby, not Brody, that I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. being on an episode with. Okay. So there's a really good movie. Well, I don't want to say it's really good, but the, the very first introduction I ever had to the Jersey Devil was a movie called The Last Broadcast. Um, And in that, they go into the Pine Barrens to try to find the Jersey Devil, and some other shit occurs, and 
you never really see the Jersey Devil, but it it it, it had a good premise to it. I check it out if you guys can. I think it's on Tubi for free. Um, and then episode nine was Joe's Joe's special to his heart episode. We talked about duendes. David the gnome. They creep me out. God, they creep me out. Well, I, see, I never knew about. I knew about garden gnomes and stuff like that. Now I got introduced to the duende when I was working. I want to say it was back in 2009, 2010. After I got out of the military, I had this friend. We worked overnight at Lowe's unloading trucks and stuff. And he was from Mexico. He learned English by coming to the U S like five years before I met him, but he was telling me all about him. He showed me videos on YouTube about him. And I was like, man, that, and from then on out, I'm like, man, these things creep me out. I, I want to see one one day, but I I hope I don't, but I want to see them at the same time. Um, yeah, they just uh, creep so me like out. Like I said, in that episode, I, I think I fucking saw one as a kid at one of the same locations that I saw the fucking hat man, because that is the only explanation that I have for seeing this little fucking creature in my doorway. You know what I mean? And... It just it was I can still see the shit. And like I said, anytime something scary happened to me as a kid, I can still fucking see it. Like if I'm mm-hmm. fucking experiencing it right then and there. What was and, that movie called? Did you said it? The, the the gate? Was it the gate? Oh, yeah. The gate with Stephen Dorff. That was Stephen Dorff's first movie. Have you ever seen that? You've seen it. You've had to have seen it. I don't we bonked out. We bogged out. Oh, there we go. You did. We no, didn't. I think it was just. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> I stroked out. Sorry. Okay. So remember that the baby thing I was telling you about? This is what it looked like. Oh, crap. Oh, fuck. Uh, that's not no normal baby. Yeah, that ain't. Yeah. So, that, you know, that, that baby uh, demon thing I was telling you that me and yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it looked like. For the and audio only listeners, the for the audio only listeners, uh, Ricardo just showed a picture of the little demons from the movie The Gate. If you've never seen it, Google the picture of the demons from the gate. And that is what he says the baby looked like that he saw. A and that's only a mother could love. Fucking horrible. That is horrible. Yeah, I know some pillows that that mother would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then the episode after that was kind of a goofy episode. It was episode 10, the interdimensional Sam Squatch, which was Sasquatch. And it Sasquatch just took a whole. Boobs. It took a whole different direction and it was Sasquatch got boobs. It was TJ and Johnny D and I, and yeah, Sasquatch has boobs apparently. And I didn't know that until I saw the 4k format of the, the first footage of Bigfoot and Sasquatch has titties. So you aren't the only people to say that though, but it's on there. No, no, yeah. They pointed out, it's like, why would somebody go into that much detail? Exactly. Why? Why? If you're going to make something, tips. especially back then, especially back then, because you got to think back then, male masculinity was a thing, a thing. It's still a thing. But back mm-hmm. then, if you were going to fake a monster, why would you make it female? Yeah, you'd you know want what it to I be mean? male, so yeah. it'd scare you more. Exactly. You know? So you would think alpha. It's an alpha predator. You know what I mean? So... The fact that this very first footage ever that we have of Sasquatch with titties, I mean, why would they go to the links of that to fucking to to fake that? And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, they faked it. They faked it. I don't think they fucking faked it. Like there's 
there it's just it doesn't make sense to go but if you think day. about it, there has there has to be female sasquatch if sasquatch is a real thing for i i think it is i think it's some kind of long lost giant ape whatever but there has to be a female version in order for it to procreate i mean so for Not it to necessarily have because there are some animals that are asexual procreators but nothing that's yeah. mammal yeah, and that's yeah. Yeah, okay. You're right, but you know what I mean. But who's something to say, we don't understand yet? Exactly, and it, it yeah, true. say that that Sasquatch is a fucking mammal just because it has yeah. human characteristics doesn't fucking necessarily make it a mammal. Think of a think of a platypus. Okay, Those the only are, mammal to lay eggs. True that, but you still have to have something to fertilize it. Yeah, I know, but it's it's still one of those things that's the offput of yeah. the definition of a mammal. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, I've never seen footage of a baby Sasquatch. They're always full grown. You know what I mean? What Anytime about, we see what about footage, Chaka from Land of the Lost. That's Neanderthal. Did you say did you say chorizo tacos? Don't play with me, Chaka. I'm starving. <laughs> no, I said mistake. Mistake. <laughs> mistake? Oh. But no. Um, and then there, there's this footage that just dropped. Um, I want to say a few weeks ago of Sasquatch walking by a fucking river. Somebody was out fishing or some shit and they looked up and fucking grabbed their phone and you just fucking see Sasquatch just fucking chilling, walking down the river in the fucking middle of nowhere. Man. And then there was another one, another video that I saw where this guy is standing out. He's on an Indian reservation. Sorry, Native American reservation. And uh, he hears this. You hear this just fucking horrific fucking scream. Like, I can't even explain it. Like, it does not sound human at all. This fucking scream. And you hear it like fucking echoing in the distance. And he starts to tell. He's like, you hear that? He's like, you hear that? You know what that is? He's like, that's Bigfoot. That's a Sasquatch. And he starts talking about how his grandfather would tell him that anytime you heard those screams or whatever, it was basically Sasquatch calling out to the other ones to say, Hey, let's, you know, let's, we're moving on or some shit like that, but that they always came back to the area like every so often. Like, so like a coyote call to call. Exactly. The rest of the- yeah. Yeah. They, they migrated in a pattern. Yep. Yep. And then maybe that's why we don't fucking see them. I mean, there's still a lot of places that that are fucking unexplored. We think, oh, oh the yeah. United, you know, we think, oh, the United States is completely explored. It's not. There's a lot of fucking places that we don't know shit about, mm-hmm. you know. And People I think don't realize it, there's also a lot of places we're not allowed to go in. Exactly. And why? Why are they keeping us out? What do? What are they hiding? Bastards. You know. And and, and season two, I want to do an episode about what's under the water because oh yeah man we don't know i'm gonna say it right now we don't know we We know know. more about space than exactly than we do about the water now i'm 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 not super big into conspiracy theories but there were those you know when the when the ocean was on fire in two places at once i and i understand gas and you know whatever the fuck was you know the explosion was i don't buy it i don't fucking buy it I don't fucking buy it. Okay. I work the patrolling. ocean was on it fire. takes a lot of heat to ignite that. Now, the other half of that is I was laughing that they were trying to put the water out. That they're trying to put the with fire water. out with water. 
the water the, the, is on fire. fire. <laughs> it was on water. Like what the fuck? Like, I did that TikTok. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And then another thing, around that same time, the Navy detonated that fucking was it like four ton bomb under the fucking water? Yeah, it was bigger than that. But yeah, why? For something what was purpose? down there. There's something down there that they're not fucking telling us about. Something is well, well, there. See, NASA originally was formed mm-hmm. to explore the sea and all traded on the sky. So what did they find down there that yep. made them yeah, stop this? Oh, like, look down searching. and all of a sudden, no, forget it. We're going up. Yep. Yeah, we're going back up. Yep. So. Who knows? But that'll be for season two. That'll be season two talking. You guys are more than welcome to jump on. We'll do that for the first episode two, season one. You heard it. Or episode one, season two. You heard it here. We're talking about the secrets of the deep. And we're going to go in the rabbit hole. Rabbit hole like a. I'm down. So then the next episode after that, I had Ben on there with me. And we talked about vampires in history. So these were actual true stories of vampirism or what people thought were vampirism back in the day. And I had a question for Ben and I'm going to shoot this question to you guys. Okay. Because there's a lot of, and I, I get that science has progressed and doctors have progressed since those days, you know, back in the 1700s, 1600s, whatever. But the vampire was a very real thing back then. It was a very real fear that caused mass panic for people, even mm-hmm. in the United States, when the United States first have, you know, was being built. At what point did vampires go from being real to being a fairy tale? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, when movies started coming out. Well, when they started becoming entertainment instead of factual people. So my last favorite movie would be Interview with a Vampire. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been other good ones, but I like the way that one played out is like how they had to deal with history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you know, not to jump into conspiracies, but how much of our history and what we've got now has been played out by something that we don't understand. Exactly. And rewritten over and over again. You know what I mean? Because yeah. look at history look at is written by the winner. Yeah. And look at look at what's happening now. Like there's certain things that the school's not going to teach that should be taught. Yeah. You know what I mean? Critical race theory. How to fire taxes. How to invest. Well, yeah, in that too. Market. You know, and there, there's a there's a lot of things that they are literally erasing from textbooks that kids, the future generations won't know anything about. And it's a lot of shit that we learned that we learned as kids in school. You know what I mean? And who's to say, man, like I say, like like I always say, who's to say how long humans have been on this fucking planet. We say we have a knowledge of how long we've been here. I, man, it's cycles, man. It, It who knows? Maybe they were just as advanced as we were and they bombed themselves in the fucking extinction almost. And yeah. they had to start over from square one, but mm-hmm. they weren't us. They were a mm-hmm. different, you know, that's where you get the Neanderthals and all these other different types of humanoids that were us essentially. But now we're even more evolved than they were, but we're going down the same path that they did. You know what I mean? If, I don't if know, you man. Look at it, we're still in 
humanity is still in its infant stage. Yep. Oh, yeah. Compared to everything else, the timelines, everything, we are still in the infant stage. Yeah. I don't know, man. But yeah, so vampires, you know, it, it... like I said, there was a lot of like medical stuff. It was even in medical textbooks that, you know, that you had to do this and this to the body if it was attacked or if it looked like it had signs of vampirism. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about a lot of truth, true stories that occurred, you know, with, with different people other than just Vlad, because everybody knows Vlad. But Vlad really wasn't that kind of vampire. I mean, he got the 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 myth behind him because of like the fucking shit that he did. You know what I mean? How he would inhale. Yeah. He was just so brutal. So that psychological warfare at its finest. Exactly. Yes, dude. And a lot of people are like, Oh, Vlad was this and that. And I'm like, no, fuck that. That was, I mean, dude, that man was a fucking beast. Literally. Set an example. Everybody else will follow the example. Exactly. And Kim Jong-un of his time. Look at, no, I wouldn't say that because people aren't (laughs) going to be talking about Kim Jong-un fucking hundreds of years from now, but we still talk about Vlad centuries. Yeah. You know, it's been centuries and we still know Vlad the Impaler. We still know his legend. We still know the mythos that, that he helped create, you know, now Bram mm-hmm. Stoker took it to a whole nother level with oh, yeah. making him an actual vampire actual vampire. vampire. But I mean, shit. I mean, even here in the United States, there was, there was that, that family that experienced vampirism and you know, that, that it just, like it said, it always, it, it always made me wonder at what point did this go from being real to being just a fairy tale or something for the yeah. movies, you know? And I feel and like Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves hasn't aged in like 30 years. Oh, so. bro. Paul Rudd. Look at Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd oh, has yeah, not true. aged. Oh, I love those ones where you find them in history and you're like, wait a minute. Oh yes, yeah. Yes. From like 300 years ago and they look identical. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise. I'm sorry, but Tom Cruise from Top Gun. Yeah. Tom Cruise now. Yeah. Almost identical. It's crazy. And you know, and it's mostly males. It's mostly fucking yeah. males. Like, I want to say Jennifer the only- Aniston. Yeah, she's aging pretty she's, well. She's like, aged. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell she's, she's like older a fine than- wine. She's got that. She's starting to get that chicken <laughs> neck. You can tell. That's why she's always wearing a uh, fucking <laughs> gobble, turtle neck. Gobble. gobble gobble. But I still gobble gobble on you, girl. Hit me up. What's up? What's up, Jen? Jennifer Aniston. Hit me up. I love you, girl. Mwah. <laughs> But yeah, and so, you know, the, the vampires is, and I feel like with things like Twilight, it just kind of like. Yeah, that, that took a wrong turn. Yeah, but, that was. Well, no, it, it, it romanticized the whole vampire thing. Instead of making a vampire scary, which now mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Vampires are always sexy. I said that in air quotes because they always have that animal magnetism to them. They can hypnotize. Yeah. They have they the can, charisma to attract prey. Exactly. But they went a whole different fucking way with Twilight. And I feel like with most things, when they're trying to like soften the blow with something, they throw it out into the mainstream so that people can get used to it and people get comfortable mm-hmm. with it. And what they're doing with UFOs right now. Exactly. Space and Force. Space Force. Right now, Space Force. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. But then, too, going back to the underwater thing, there's a lot of theories behind the fact that Disney came out with that movie Luca. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently it has to do with like creatures that live underwater. Yeah. That, That's good. That creatures that live underwater that come up and I guess They're disguise human. themselves as humans or whatever. I, I yeah. don't know. The, I didn't see it, but 
I don't see any okay, so they don't disguise themselves. When they dry out, they revert to a human form. Okay. Once they turn back to water, they evolve. They they convert back to a, a sea mo- sea monster. Not really a monster, but a sea a sea adaptable Creature. form. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it's more of like an evolutionary adaption. So you know what I mean, yeah, they can go but, back and forth. But with that, aqu- they're like an aquatic skinwalker. Well, it's but a good with show. That, I mean, I got little ones, so yeah, if we watched yeah. it. So with that, they there's a lot of conspiracy that they know that there's something underwater, and with releasing something like this for children, when it does happen, we won't be afraid to of it. Them. Exactly, mm-hmm. it's a it's a desensitizing tech technique. So who's to say that's not the same thing with vampires? Who's to say that at some point? The government's just going to be like, you know what? Fuck it. We can't hide this shit anymore. Here it is. <laughs> Fucking vampires are real. Werewolves are real. Fucking take it for what it is. How long ago were ghosts not real? Exactly. Exactly. How long ago True. were ghosts not real? And all and all of a sudden, they're real. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I and I think the reason behind that is back then there was no technology to capture their voices to capture them in full spectrum cameras, stuff like that. I mean, well, a lot of it has to do with technology. A lot of it has to do with technology and a lot of it has to do with shifts in energies throughout the universe. You know what I mean? And, and just different things that have occurred. And, you know, if you think about where we are right now as a society, and I, I believe that energy builds, you know, especially negative mm-hmm. energies. Look at how negative the world is right now. Oh, yeah. And with that negative energy building up and building up and building up, you get this fucking just power source, you know, that like gives, Ghostbusters 2 with the ooze. There you go. Ghostbusters 2 <laughs> with the ooze. Exactly. I was about to say, uh, uh, what is his name? Vigo. Or- Vigo. 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 Vigo, the kind of, it's Vigo. It's Vigo, guys. <laughs> hey, where'd he go? But no, I mean, but I mean, in a sense, you know, it, it it makes sense. You know, we as a people only believe right here. Mm-hmm. You got your blinders on. But then there's there's the world, mm-hmm. you know. So who knows, man? Who knows what the fuck's out there? But like I said, episode one of season two, where we'll be talking about things down under. The water. Under the sea. (laughs) So episode 12, the last episode I did, I was high as fuck in this episode off of pain medication because I had hurt my back that day. And uh, we were discussing Ed and Lorraine Warren. It was Joseph and Ben, I believe I had on that episode. Joseph Moreno made his triumphant return from uh episode two i had him on again to talk about the warrens because he had actually visited the the museum um and then ben was on there with me also and we just you know talked about ed and lorraine and some of their cases and let's see veronica said it's botox that's why <laughs> that's why paul rudd and keanu reeves are still <clears throat> flawless <clears throat> and then she said movies are created from what people have seen just like the situation we are currently in movies in the past have been about our current situation which is true well see it's like take for instance star trek okay baby up scotty Uh our cell phones they have said were derived from people from nerds that wanted to see that actually happen yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's how we came up with cell phones look all i'm saying 
All I'm saying is if you told me when you when we were in high school, because we're all relatively the same age. I think Joe's younger than us by a bit. But if you would have. Are you older? How old are you? I'll be 40 in November. Oh, yeah, you're older. So, Joe, we're all the same age because we because <laughs> we'll be there in February. I'll be there in February. Ricardo has one more year. He's only 38. But if you would have told me in high school that I would have had this at the power of my, you know, at, at my fingertips, literally everything that I wanted right a here computer in your pocket Bro, we there. still had new, we still had analog pagers i know that's what i'm saying we had pagers <laughs> how many of these kids more listen to this understand what a pager is they don't know mm-hmm. I, I showed my daughter what about the oregon trail oh dude I died, of, I died of typhoid so, typhoid so many times. <laughs> yeah. I've been a hey, I've made it across successfully a lot of times, but there's a lot of times where I'm the only one making it back. So hey, mm-hmm. if you died of dysentery, that's your fault. That's not my fault. <laughs> Severin said Ziggy from Quantum Leap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I would love. I would fucking hey, love Ziggy from Quantum Leap. Alexa, Google. Yeah. Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Set her off. I mean, that that fucking. I mean, shit, man. And I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, back to Ed and Lorraine. So Ed and Lorraine were the last topic that I did for for episode twelve because the the Conjuring three had just come out, and that movie was more along the lines of you know the actual case that they did. It was. I mean, it was very Hollywood. Of course, they had to embellish some stuff, but that that was one of the movies of the conjuring that was actually more to what actually occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Ed and Lorraine didn't really have like a huge <clears throat> role in it. Like they did in the movie, but they, they were there. Um, and I mean, these people, like I said, they're, they're, they're the grandparents of the paranormal investigative world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they started it all. You know I mean? If, if you do paranormal investigations, you know who Ed and Lorraine are, you know? And whether you love them or you think they were hoaxes, I mean, they still did what they did. And there's still some stuff that is undeniable from some of the cases that they did, you know? Oh, yeah. You cannot deny the paranormal at all anymore. No. There's way too much. No. And there's still people who deny. Still people who deny. That is protection of ignorance. Ignorance by protection is what I feel like that is. Yeah. You're protecting mm-hmm. yourself by pretending to be ignorant of the, what's going on. It's it's because they haven't experienced this. Like someone saying, somebody from Montana saying, I don't believe in alligators because they've never been to Florida and seen them in the, in the swamp or whatever. Yeah, yeah I mean, true same that. thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and you just have to, I don't want to say look, because a lot of times if you go looking for it, you're not going to find shit mm-hmm. unless you have the proper it happens equipment. on its own it, and it will happen whenever it wants it doesn't need to be nighttime like i said it will happen when it fucking happens now do you guys have any favorite investigation whether it be you know from the movie or anything that of that ed and lorraine did participate in do you know of any of the investigations other than what the movies pertain to hmm. no there was a few of them that i had watched and I'll, I'm going to be up front, you know, I, I said this earlier, it's like, so for me, like horror movies, <laughs> I have to have a cuddle buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to lie. That's why I watched, I've had way too much happen that, and, mm. see, and I'm the opposite. I can put a horror movie on and go to sleep just fine. You know, with Rick and Morty. 
Well, no, no, no. Like <laughs> when I'm at home yeah. in the comfort, when I'm at home in the comfort of my old of my own bed. Now, when I'm out on investigations, I don't want to fucking put a scary movie on because I'm already fucking scared. I'm already on edge. I and most and of the he time, does need a cuddle buddy too. And most of the time, <laughs> I fucking drive, so I need my sleep. You know what I mean? I'm gonna. <laughs> I need to sleep if I'm the one that's fucking driving. You know. So. Yeah. But when I'm at home, I can put a fucking horror movie on and go to sleep just fine. You know what I mean? I, I fucking put Halloween on the other night and the music started playing and I was fucking out. You know what I mean? And I didn't have any bad dreams or anything like that. Like, I didn't fucking like wake up all freaked out. Oh, am I boring you, Joe? Am I fucking boring you? No, no, not I've at all. I've had nightmares since I was a child. <clears throat> but you, I love my nightmares. When I have my nightmares, I wake up so excited and I write down it what I can remember well, from my nightmares because I'm like, man, this that would have made a fucking badass movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> see, so, I, I don't I, we I have different nightmares. You dream. Oh yeah, you probably have different nightmares. But no, uh I I know they say you dream every night when you go to sleep, but on average, once a year, I'll remember a dream. I other than that, I don't I don't think I fall asleep that deep. I think that's why, but well, see, and I don't dream. I've gotten into the habit of writing mine down. As soon as I wake up, I start writing. Yeah, yeah. And see, and usually when I dream, I can control my dreams. Like I can control what I do in my dreams. Like I know that I'm dreaming, even if, even when I'm having a nightmare. I know that I'm dreaming. What is that so called? I, cognitive dreaming, or I don't I don't know what the fuck it's called. But I'm a fucking dream master, Freddy Krueger. You want some? Come get some. Oh, you heard it. I'm just playing. Don't, so what is it? Don't. Oh, he's right there behind me too. Look, he's right there. Behind me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> don't you fucking move, motherfucker. If you move, I will scream like a girl in front of all these people. I still want to know what the hell that thing was in your house. And I honestly think it was reacting to me talking shit to it. Dude, I don't know. But that is the only time I picked it up on camera. And since then, I, I haven't seen anything. Damien has said, hey, did you just talk over the camera? Cause I have my webcam or my surveillance camera right above me on my TV. That's above my, my computer screens. And earlier he texted me, he's like, Hey, did you just say something over the, the webcam or the surveillance camera? And I'm like, no, I'm fucking driving home. I don't fucking say anything. And he's like, Oh, okay. He's the one who experiences stuff a little bit more than I do, because I guess I'm just so like numb to it yeah. that I don't, you're conditioned to it already. Yeah. And and Sam, Sam don't give a shit. Like I was going to cleanse the house and she was like, no, don't cleanse the house. I want to see it. And I'm like, all right. So I haven't, I haven't cleansed the house. I haven't. What's that mean? So she, so you go to cleanse the house and you have an allergic reaction because you are the evil now. <laughs> so what you're saying is Sam has more balls than Damien. Yes, definitely. Okay. I mean, come on. Sure. We know that. We know that. So, so cleanse the house without telling her and see if it burns. Yeah, she's gonna walk in and be like, "Oh, Dad, I don't feel good." Ah, I knew it. It's so hot in here. <laughs> Why is it so hot? Because you're on fire, demon. <laughs> was it the John? Like, was like, "Oh, of course it burns." You're wicked. It's because you're wicked. <laughs> Go spray her with holy water. But yeah, so you know, this, I, I wanted to do this episode just as a look, uh, as a look back at the, you know, first season of Somewhat Supernatural. Um, it's been a ride and I've enjoyed every moment of it and every, all of my co-hosts that I've had on here. I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for helping me make this dream of having a podcast come true. If it wasn't for you guys, 
I'd just be a bumbling idiot on my show and nobody would be watching. But you guys help bring out the best in me. And I appreciate that from you guys. Um, and with that, with that being said, though, Ricardo, because I know you, you love this shit. Somewhat Supernatural is going on break for a while. Uh, I will probably bring it back in October around Halloween time, possibly. Uh, maybe maybe a little bit later. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. But I am I'm hoping to bring it back around Halloween That's time. My maybe birthday. that maybe that Friday before Halloween. Um, or I may just end up doing a special Halloween episode. Um, and we can talk about, you know, the the stuff under the water. But uh while that while somewhat supernatural is on break, I know I've announced it on a couple of uh, on Gorn Moore and Lights Camera Exploitation. Um we are bringing a new podcast to Project Louder, and the podcast will be the Ghost Vatos Chronicles featuring Dark Side Paranormal. And what that podcast will be is our investigations. We will be showing you guys footage from our investigations. We will be showing our evidence, uh, you know, from from each investigation that that we do, and we will be running clips of, of the stuff that we find. So you guys will be able to see the footage. Uh, I know it's going to be a little bit harder for you audio only listeners. Um, but I, I want to do that show so that way we can get, get some more traffic to the YouTube page. And, um, because we do have a YouTube page, it's dark side paranormal. Um, you guys can look us up on YouTube. There's one, it, it says dark side paranormal episode one, but it was just a, investigation that mike and i did i quickly threw it up there it's unedited it's all uncut um of an investigation that he and i did to what i i really believe was someone who was being possessed um but we will be doing the ghost fatos chronicles um with dark side paranormal and when we don't have investigations to reveal to you guys we are going to be looking at footage from all over so anything that we find on youtube we're going to be playing videos um and we will basically see if it's legit or not you know and talk about what we actually think it is if it really is you know a ghost or a demon or whatever or if we can debunk it um you know so we will be doing episodes like that as well and anybody is welcome to join in the chat you know we do always have the chat going on um, and I appreciate all of you guys that are active in the chat. The MVP for today's episode, MVP goes out to Veronica Weaver. Thank you Hell for being yeah. so active in the chat. Um, you are awesome. Veronica, I want you to message me on um, my Facebook, and I am going to give you a Ghost Vatos T-shirt. Um, if I have to mail it to you, I will. Um, it'll have our new Dark Side Paranormal logo on there. So, um, message me on my Facebook, um, Benny, our, our YouTube is, uh, dark side paranormal. Just go to YouTube and type in dark side paranormal. It should pop up. It's the only one there. Um, that's my so baby. Yeah, yeah. It is your son right there. Yes. This is what's your YouTube. What's up little cousin. So yeah. Um, look me up on Facebook. I don't know if you have me on Facebook already, Veronica, if not add me Lord, Lord, Steven, scuba, Steve Vasquez. I'm the only Lord on there. Find me. And uh, message me your details, shirt size, and uh, I'll try to get it out to you sometime next week. Um, I will be going to Pittsburgh for the Steel City Con, where Project Louder will be out there. Uh, we have a table out there. We're gonna we have some merch that we're gonna be selling. Specific. Uh, we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be 
networking with uh, a lot of people out there and it's going to be an all around good time. It's going to be myself, Chad, TJ and Johnny D and Cameron has now jumped in. So it's going to be an all around good time with the five of us in Pittsburgh. Um, there is a, a bunch of guests that are going to be there. Robert England at the top of my list. I have met him and he is one yeah. of the nicest people on this planet. He plays one of the most sinister characters in the history of movie cinema slashers, but he is Joe Biden. No, 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 no. But he is one of the nicest. He is one of the nicest people that, that I've ever met. Um, and I, uh, I, hunting I children. On, yeah. And I plan on, you know, talking to him again. Um, and you know, you guys just be sure to go to project ladder, check out all the, the podcasts that we have on there, you know, you guys like comics if you guys like all things nerd you guys like you know the old show the beetleborgs uh we have the beetle bros on there that that you know talk about that there's a bunch of podcasts on project louder anything to that fits anything that you like so you love the paranormal tune into somewhat supernatural go listen to the past episodes on spotify itunes anywhere you guys find podcasts you can find somewhat supernatural you can go to the project louder youtube page or just go to youtube and type in somewhat supernatural all of the video episodes are there you can hear all our stories uh all the topics that we talked about um also i just want to throw a quick shout out to my buddy hector he uh i was recently on his podcast called um damn it i just drew a fucking blank what's it called hold on <laughs> life of impact life of impact sorry hector um he runs a podcast called Life of Impact. He had me on there and we just, you know, we basically just talked about, he let me brag on myself, essentially, you know, he wanted to know, you know, my, my story or whatever and whatnot. And we just talked and we got, we got personal. So be sure to check out his podcast. He's had a few guests on there and um, he, he's going to do good things with this podcast. He's still very, very new. So go to Life of Impact, like his Facebook page. Also, I cannot forget the Recycled Corn Podcast with Ben DeLeon, our dark side brother from another mother. Be sure to go check out his podcast. He does very similar things, um, but he gets, you know, his friends together and we just bullshit. And it's great. It's a great fucking podcast. I've done two episodes with him. Um, I'm going to download that now because that's going to be for my hiatus since you're going on hiatus kind of thing. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that we have Ghost Vatos here soon, uh, debuting here soon. As as soon as we can go through all our evidence and find what we can find. I want a hat. I will get you a hat. Um, I still have to make some, but I will um, I will get you a hat, Ricardo. Yeah, we, we need to start making merch for our Facebook followers, too. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, uh, we can start selling those. And if you guys have not followed us on Facebook, <laughs> Dark Side Paranormal Corpus Christi, please follow us on Facebook um share anything that we post on there share our page i mean you may know somebody that we don't know that loves the paranormal and we are oh we, we always love it when we get new followers um you know and like i said we will never fabricate any evidence that we get what you see is what you get what you see is what we experience we're not out here if we say we got scratched we got scratched you know we're we're, we're not saying oh I feel this and I feel this and, you know, faking shit. No, we are going out there and we are, if we feel something, if the fucking hairs on the back of my neck are standing up, that's because they're standing up. You know, we want to, yeah, bring well, the, we want to yeah, bring you the best we, experience that we can. Yeah. We, we actually, when we go through our footage, we try to debunk it before we take it to any of the other guys. Like we, we actively try to debunk any outside situation that could have caused it. Yeah. So and what, what a lot we of bring times to the table is, is actually happening. 
And a lot of times the guys will send foot, you know, we have our group chat and the guys will send me footage and I'm like, eh, I don't know. Or if I have something and yeah. I'm all excited, you know, they take the wind out of my sails real quick and they're like, well, so anything that we show that we put out there for you guys, it's because we as a group collectively believe that we caught something paranormal. It'll mm-hmm. never, it, it, it's always a group decision. You know, we're essentially a band, but instead of playing shows, we hunt ghosts, you know, and we, we do everything together as a team. And we're, we're trying to give you guys the best evidence that we can. And even for dark side, we appreciate everything that you guys do for us. So like our page, if you haven't liked it yet, um, share it. So that way somebody else that likes the paranormal can jump on and, you know, we're, we're, we're just ready to bring you guys the best product and the best, you know, show that we can bring you guys with the ghost Fatos Chronicles. So with that, once again, guys, I want to say thank you to my co-hosts, Ricardo and Joe for being on this season finale episode of somewhat supernatural as always i am your host with the ghost scuba steve saying see you later baby much love y'all need jesus <laughs> <laughs> okay.